0: songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website.
1: This is the Brave podcast, Awakening Dreams, Purpose and Songs. Brave exists to encourage, resource and connect brave women around the world for the glory of God. Hey everybody, welcome to the Brave Podcast. This is Chrissy Nordoff. I've got with us today one of my friends from church, um, a recent new friend who has an amazing heart for worship, and so I wanted to bring him on here um, so that you could all hear his story and what God's done in his life in regards to worship and so much more. This is Robbie Brusick. Hey, Robbie. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Brave Podcast. Glad to be here. I'm so glad to have you today. Um, I would love to start with just hearing about your journey. Yeah. And I know I've heard some of it, but I know there's so much more, and I would love for these guys to hear your heart, because I know that a lot of them have experienced similar things. Definitely, yeah. yeah. so take us back to the beginning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, like... Chrissy said, "My name is Robbie, and um, grew up in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Um, I I've been at Bethel until I'm. Well, I'm still working with them, but I've been at Bethel in Redding, California for the last. um, I guess it's nine years now. What? Uh, Yeah, nine years. So um, we uh, I got married in 2011. Mm -hmm. uh, Met my wife at University of Central Arkansas." Okay. Um, my beautiful wife Laura, and um, so we, you know, I, I'd love to just share a little bit about my journey of like how I got to Bethel, mm-hmm. um, my journey with worship and and uh, songwriting and all of that. So, yeah. um, I kind of grew up on stage, you know, um, my whole family sings my mom, my dad, my cousins, uh. Like we're the family that goes to the restaurant and sings happy birthday to one of our family That's members, amazing. and then we get invited to three other tables to what? sing happy birthday <laughs> for people. Um, That's amazing, and and we we love it. Uh, uh, um, but yeah, so I've I've sung in church my mm-hmm. whole life and mm-hmm. and been on stage my whole life. Um, but I didn't lead worship until I got to college, mm-hmm. and um, so, and. I went to a campus ministry called Chi Alpha, and um, we had a really big one. It was like over 500 students in the mm. ministry, and a lot of it's student-led. And I sat under the ministry for six months when I first got there, and mm-hmm. and I saw God doing something new that I hadn't seen before. There was a new vulnerability there mm-hmm. of people just getting set free from all kinds of addictions and mm-hmm. and and uh, so many different healings and, and things like that. And um I just thought man this is what I've hungered for since I was a little kid and I've wow. always believed in it but haven't seen it and I'm starting to see it and mm-hmm. um and I thought lord you've poured so much into me mm. um I'd love to be able to give back right mm. and so I prayed that prayer one night and 2 days later I got a call from my aunt um inviting me to this internship at her church and she said it's really competitive. People come from all over the world to it, but I just really feel like it has your name on it. <clears> mm. And and so I was like, you know, I had literally said whether it be like student leadership or an internship or something, just yeah. something that I can so get back,
1: not specific to music, right? Yeah. Just mm-hmm.
0: in general. And um, yeah. So that church was North Point. It's in Atlanta, yeah. and Andy Stanley's a pastor, and mm-hmm. at, at the time passion was still heart of North Point, and okay. so I got to meet a lot of those people, And but part of it was uh, <laughs> was I got to sing at uh, Children's Church. I'll tell this funny story. I forgot the words <laughs> while I was leading oh, worship man. on stage at Up Street, is what they call their kids' ministry, okay. <laughs> and afterwards, this girl comes up to me and says, you forgot the words, and she slaps <laughs> me in the face. What? It was a little kid. It was she was like eight years old. No, yeah. <laughs>
1: that happened.
0: Yeah, so I, I figure you can't go any worse oh than that, my gosh. right? Like, yes. <laughs> so, I've never
1: been slapped in the face. I oh my gosh! That. Well, not physically, <laughs> right? You know, they've got that that Instagram yeah.
0: account out there now that's like worship leader fails and uh, yes. all the, all of the <laughs> all the
1: things we wish we would have saved or had on right vocabulary. or things yeah. that
0: they did, you know, that happened to people. Well. I wish that had been captured, yes i look- oh, I think man. back pretty fondly on that one now, mm-hmm. but uh, at the time I was pretty mortified, oh, wow. you know, but mm-hmm. um you know, so that was that was fun, but i I learned a lot in that um in in that internship just about how there's different expressions mm-hmm. of the Lord you know and and in in the body of Christ mm. um uh the The type of service North Point has is way different than what I grew up in. We grew up in you know two hour long services, and whatever the Lord wants is what we're gonna do and then North Point's very structured and
2: mm-hmm. and
0: really beautiful in their process. but you know there's three songs and they're done, and then they've got a twenty minute message and then you're out you know and wow. mm-hmm. um but God taught me the value of the different pieces of his character mm-hmm. and how that relates to the body of Christ and the expressions that they're all necessary. Yeah. Right?
1: And they're all beautiful. They're
0: all beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think we see that in songwriting and in worship too. Mm-hmm. So um so that was kind of like the beginning of that process of learning mm-hmm. that in general and and um and that led to the creative process that I'm in now, right? But yes. um anyway, so uh got a part got invited to be a part of Kai Alpha's uh mm-hmm. student leadership and got invited to be a BGV on the worship team and Love doing that, and then God wanted me to get out of my comfort zone. So, uh, (laughs) as he does, as he does. So, uh, the worship leader um, Mm -hmm. of of this campus ministry left to try out for American Idol. That's hilarious. And and so, when he left, um, he you know I was gonna quote unquote fill in right Right. and. Mm and uh i you know every week you know he's getting voted for and is not coming back because he wow. keeps getting progressed and he ends up winning the whole show uh, <laughs> that's amazing yeah he's he's a great guy his name's chris allen mm-hmm. um uh love him but when he left it was like that's kind of where I started actually leading worship and not wow. just singing BGVs or mm-hmm. a little special or something, but right. carrying a room into the presence of God mm-hmm. and being a part of that and, and, mm-hmm. and ushering people in and learning how to lead with a band and, and mm-hmm. how, you know. So then I got introduced to um, this song called How He Loves, right? Mm-hmm. Originally like, written by John Mark McMillan, mm-hmm. and but the version I was, that I had heard was Kim Walker, mm-hmm. Um Back back in the day, and yeah. she, you know, she goes and she sings that whole spontaneous part, and um, I was like, I want to. I didn't have the language for that, right? I didn't call, know to call it spontaneous or prophetic or mm-hmm. you know, creative expression. I just thought I want to try singing the words that are on the screen, mm-hmm. and uh, so I did one night and mm-hmm. ended up singing out what the pastor was going to preach about without knowing Whoa. what he was going to talk about, wow. and and worship kind of you know. Uh, it kind of exploded mm. and and um it wasn't just me that was doing that we started all doing it you know and wow. and flowing as a team and um, it was really powerful mm. and so kind of the process of that was from there uh, mm. I ended up being the worship leader for the next couple of years on the team and 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 learning all about how to lead spontaneously and and Watch the leadership and see mm-hmm. how that goes and I think a lot of my uh songwriting now mm-hmm. comes from those times mm-hmm. when I learned how to listen and feel and create on top of um you know there's yeah. different types of songwriting there's the songwriters who they hear a lyric before they ever hear a melody mm-hmm. i I'm more like I hear a melody and build off of it right mm-hmm. and and um so I think some of that comes from from that so um you know getting with people that are musicians where you can even just jam and have fun is a great way mm-hmm. to start you know mm-hmm. like writing and getting a feel for melodies all that mm-hmm. so did that uh went to college got um found my future wife there yes. at, at that ministry campus mm-hmm. ministry we went on a couple missions trips to africa together wow and um with that ministry mm-hmm. and they uh they do they take about 50 students every year to south africa And then to Mm -hmm. the first week you're there, for for the first two weeks, you go to three different countries. They split the team up. Wow. And uh, so I think my – some people went to Mozambique. Uh, my wife went to Zambia. I went to uh, Lesotho.
1: Do you know before? I mean, yeah, yeah you have they
0: put you tickets. in teams and, 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 and you kind of figure out where you're going and then you okay. learn about the country and mm-hmm. the people. And I was in the mountains with 90 frost free days in a year. Nobody knows. When you think Africa, you what? normally think Not hot, right. but it's okay. freezing there mm-hmm. in Lesotho. It's a landlocked country inside of South Africa. Okay. Um, but that's those are those missions trips are kind of where i saw god move in ways i'd never seen before mm. we we were out where they'd never seen a white person before and mm-hmm. and um you're out in the middle of no, they don't have gas stations so we had a a, a car and we had to believe that we weren't going to oh run out of gas gosh. and we drove on empty for three days. And what? Yeah. And like we, we were no feeding way. shepherds and we had, you know, soup for 75 and fed 150. And what? Yeah. Just cr- like amazing. a guy shows up to church and he doesn't know how to read, but he starts being able to read the Bible. Like, wow. Just like there's Africa is such a thin place. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of barriers of entry yeah. for, for God to move because mm-hmm. there's. They already have a faith, and they already are such in a state of dependence and mm-hmm. reliance on needing, you know, the, the Lord to thing. come through, yeah. and and you know, in in some ways, it's a huge blessing for them, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, yeah. so all of that to say that kind wow. of led me on the journey of uh, there's more, there's more with the Lord, right. and um, my uh, the second time I was in Africa the se- the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, was leading worship on the the trip, and okay. um, so we're on our way to um, this small ministry. It's like uh, it's called in a place called Rudeval. okay, and uh, I think they consider it like the birthplace of the apartheid wow. in this area, okay. Um, and there's two prominent gangs in this place, mm-hmm. and one's called the Americans because they target Americans. Um, And then one, I don't know the name of the other gang, Um, but it was a really dangerous place, Mm -hmm. but it's a beautiful place and um, loved ministering there. But on our way there, I found out that my uncle from North Point had been killed in a car wreck and um, it was, it was devastating. And my whole family's, you know, at home mourning and now I'm in Africa and I'm, I don't know what to do, you Mm -hmm. know, like how do I process this Mm -hmm. and, just felt really numb and mm-hmm. kind of dead inside, and had to. So I'm. We're, we're on our way to Runeval. We get there, and then we have police escorts, and we're out walking the streets. And I have a megaphone, and I'm like leading worship from a megaphone, walking in the street. What? Like no way. Just just this crazy. I'm I'm like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like how am I here? And part of it's like really amazing. And part of it's like my whole family's grieving. Yeah, you're in the fog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely in the fog. Mm-hmm. And um, so we get to where we're going from our little walk and I get up in the back of a pickup truck to lead worship from a little PA system in the flats and um, start leading worship. And when I finish, someone came up to me and said, while you were singing, my baby's foot grew out.
1: What? Yeah, and I'm like,
0: wait, what? And then someone else said, while you were singing, I got filled with the Holy Spirit, and I don't even know what that means. And I was like, God, I'm Uh so dead inside. I don't, I didn't feel your presence. I didn't. There's no way I can take credit Uh for this, and yet you're doing this because because we're vessels, you know, and Uh you're you're co-laboring with us. I didn't. I wasn't more holy that week or you know
1: but it was the sacrifice of praise i
0: think you're right i think that's exactly what it was and 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 like but it taught me a lot about you don't always have to feel it Mm. you don't you know like especially as a creative we're we're such feelers we Mm -hmm. feel everything everything is very emotional Mm -hmm. usually and and so to been so removed from that Mm -hmm. i think it, it taught me a lot, so that's where I got on the search for. There's more of this, mm-hmm. and I want to see more of it, and I want to partner with God for that. Mm-hmm. And that led me to the search for books and things like that. Came across mm-hmm. this book called A Supernatural Power of Transform Mind" with Bill Johnson. Mm-hmm. Read that book really like set me on fire for the more of God and mm-hmm. and um, partnering with Him to see His kingdom come on earth as it mm-hmm. is in heaven mm-hmm. and. Had no idea that he's the pastor of this church called Bethel Church in Redding, California, and that that's where Kim Walker and Jesus Culture were at the time, and where wow, Jen see. Johnson and Brian are. I hadn't, yeah. all, none of the dots had been connected at that mm-hmm. point, right? So then we, you know, we get to the end of college, and, and um, I know I'm go- at this point. I've met my wife. I know we're going to get married. We're deciding we want to do something a little different and not go get jobs right when I graduate, right? Mm-hmm. But so, we decided, well, let's look for a ministry school mm-hmm. and do a year of ministry school our first year of marriage and do something together, right? Like mm-hmm. that sounds like a holy fun thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um so we start looking and mm-hmm. um we'd been to ihop. We loved ihop, but didn't feel the Lord on it. And then we'd been to the ramp in Alabama at mm-hmm. with Karen Wheaton and and Damon Thompson. Loved the ramp didn't feel the Lord on it. And Mm. we're like, okay, God, where do you want us to go? And then my wife had had this, this encounter with the Lord Mm. um, while painting. So Mm -hmm. she's like looking up emotional healing through art Mm. and this website pops up and she clicks on it and she's looking at the website and like, it talks about that process of like how God can bring healing to you through creativity. Mm. And, um. The and what she doesn't realize is that that website was the Bethel Church website. Wow. And and how she, that she sees the the book and she sees Bill Johnson's name and she mm. sees Brian and Jen are there and Jesus Culture is there and um and they have a school and so <laughs> then we're like oh my gosh so we immediately knew that's where we're supposed to go hmm. so we applied right after we got engaged and we were accepted 3 days later so we got engaged december of 2010 we were married april of 11 and august of 11 we were in redding california wow. so i mean you know i knew we knew kind of like okay this is a journey for lara like she's going to go and and find these like creative avenues and all that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really know why I was going to Reading. We just knew Hmm. we were going, right? And we got the call to like all the students get this email Mm -hmm. that says, you know, if you want to try out for the worship teams, Mm -hmm. like, so I'm like, oh, that's why I'm going, you know? So I go and I, I end up trying out. And on my very first day, you've got, you know, Jeremy Riddle and, Stephanie and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, all these other worship leaders Mm -hmm. from the church Mm -hmm. that I had been listening to now for two, three years, Mm -hmm. sitting there on the front row, ready to (laughs) decide if you're going to be on the worship team or not. No pressure. Oh, my gosh. And, um, you know, I kept, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, you were amazing. You were the best one of the night. And it was so anointed. And it was, and and so I was starting to feel very encouraged, right? And Mm -hmm. um So then, at the end of it, the 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 list comes out, and my name's not on it. And what? Yeah, it was. And I, you know, at the time, I was trying to be strong, but I was Mm. devastated. You know, like that's hard. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. it's like I. So much of my process of getting to Bethel had come through encounters that I'd had leading worship with the Lord, and thought this is the natural next step. Right, felt like your
1: avenue. Mm -hmm. Right,
0: and so. Um it was a good process for me though in that first year I think I what I learned was God had a secret place for me and it wasn't on a stage mm. and and um I didn't desire to for my name to be known but almost so I had thought back over my life and so many significant moments with the Lord had happened on a stage mm. and 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 I he just said I want to pull you into an a, a secret place so that we can build a relationship there and and so that first year was hard, but it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so the second year, I was like, I'm not going to try out. And and uh, I heard the Lord say, no, you, you need to try out. So second year comes, and I try out. And Christine DeMarco was the worship pastor of second year at the time. And Callie Hylienthal mm-hmm. was uh, her intern overseeing. So the two of them were overseeing worship for second year, and um, I tried out and got put on a team Wow! in second year, and that's when I ended up going to Ireland. You did? I went to Ireland wow. on a missions trip okay. or with Christine, mm-hmm. and they go every year. Mm. And uh, so then I'm traveling all over the country of Ireland with Christine leading worship, and I'm like, what happened? Like, wow. out of nowhere, overnight, mm-hmm. I went from nobody knowing that I even lead worship to – I'm traveling all over the country, another country I've never been to mm-hmm. leading worship. And um and I learned so much about breaking off performance during that year, especially mm-hmm. with Christine. She had she had just had uh, a baby, right? Mm-hmm. And and so like I remember being on a church stage leading worship with her and a team, right? And she literally just decides she's done and she walks off the stage and goes and picks up her baby. And like what where I grew up, you like you don't even bend down to take a sip of water. Like <laughs> you, you know, and that's not yeah. it's just a different it mm-hmm. was a different environment, you know, mm-hmm. like and so I it just a lot of breaking off the performance. Mm-hmm. Worship is a it's relationship so with God, it's not it's not something that you do, it's 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 in your DNA, it's part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um
1: and it's an outgrowth of that secret place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's
0: it worship is just as much who we are as, a, or a part of our function is breathing. Mm. So it's like, I don't have to tell myself breathe. Like you're worshiping mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what you're worshiping, right? Mm. So, um, but during, during second year, I, I had had this vision. Um, and in, in, in this vision, I saw um, me running towards the throne room. And there were there was an army of people behind me, and um, I we were flooding the throne room. We were mm-hmm. taking our praises to God, and I and I heard him say, "I've already come down once. It's your turn to come to me." And and, and he's <laughs> that like,
1: "Sounds like him. It does. That sounds like him.
0: <laughs> it does." And he's like, "I inhabit the praises of my people. So mm-hmm. when I return." It will be because praises have been lifted up, mm. because I inhabit the praise of my people, mm. and and uh, so I that marked me and wow, um. So I wrote a song about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the very first song I'd ever written. Wow. And okay,
1: so first song, first song, You're in second in your year, second year. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I.
0: It's called Every Nation, and it ended up kind okay. of being like an anthem for our class. And wow. Um they let me lead it at graduation and it Aww. was it was amazing i'll i'll show it to you sometime hmm. but um i had never written a song before i never thought of myself as a songwriter mm-hmm. i was a singer and a worship leader mm-hmm. um but that kind of sparked this new passion of oh i have something to say hmm. you know and it wasn't the best song ever obviously it's my first song i ever wrote you know but mm-hmm. for it to to capture the hearts of a class felt special you know
1: well and that's really important sometimes when we get a fresh revelation like that yeah to put it into a a means where people can remember it and share in that revelation process that you had because a lot of times he'll give us revelation not just for us it's for other people too
0: exactly and that's Mm -hmm. where songwriting comes in and so I um that kind of sparked a new passion. So mm-hmm. then second year ends and we're supposed to figure out what to do next, right? You have to reapply every year. So the <sighs> third year is an internship and you know, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do worship and and so I wanted I picked an internship that involved worship and and uh and uh Christine in her wisdom and and uh kind of knowing where I was at in my heart was like, I don't think that's what you're supposed to do and I was mm-hmm. like Really shocked by that, and and she said, you know, if you do that, it's not going to be what you think it is. And mm. and 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 she said, I, you know, I feel like you need something. There's more to you than just singing on a stage. And and so she she told me, I think you should apply at Bethel Music. That's, mm. And and uh, and so I did, and I went, I applied for Bethel Music. And uh, that was how I started working with them. Wow. Um, <clears throat> right when I got there, they started the Tides tour. And then mm. they were going to do a Texas tour. And so that was right after Tides came out. That was 2013. So mm-hmm. um, they recorded for the sake of the world in my second year class. Hmm. So I've been there a little while, you know. Yeah. Um so we we did that, and um, I learned a lot in my internship. Uh, I I was our CEO Joel's last intern, wow. which is either a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> they love you. <laughs> Apparently, you took the spot. I guess so. I mean, mm-hmm. he's uh, we he has an amazing team around him now. When I started, we had about ten people on the team, and mm-hmm. now there's over fifty. So uh, I you know I've been there for uh, most of the growth mm-hmm. of of the label and publishing, and we just kept bringing things in house, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my background professionally is more on the the, the business side. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I did get asked to join the worship teams after I finished my second year of ministry. So that's mm-hmm. when Matt Stinton went on the Ireland trip with us and said, Hey, if you're gonna stick around in Reading, we want you to be on the teams. So that's when I got to start leading with, you know, Brian and Jen and Steph and Amanda and all these mm. amazing worship leaders that everybody knows. And it's kinda how I learned how to go back and forth and spontaneous and uh-huh. prophetic and um but yeah, I, I kinda lost a little bit of the sense of songwriting because mm-hmm. I picked up this whole new endeavor with uh Bethel. The business side. The business right? side. Mm-hmm. Right. So I jumped into publishing mm-hmm. out of my um internship and was all on the admin side. Copyrights, registrations, uh licensing negotiations wow. you know agreements that's the
1: other side of the brain oh
0: my gosh it really <laughs> is and it is. I learned so much and and um, started flying to Nashville to conferences to mm-hmm. learn all about it and that started that's how I started l- knowing people here and mm-hmm. um so from that I did that for about two two and a half years and then I went to Joel and said i I, I love the opportunity that I've had but I'm I'm kind of I'm an extrovert and I'm you know, sitting behind a computer screen all day long. Mm. I think I need something else. And so mm-hmm. um he he very he's so open-minded and and he's like, "Okay, let's figure something out." And so then I took over managing the process of albums for Bethel mm. Music. And so then I was managing uh the production process from mm-hmm. finishing the song to the songwriting of the song to um the the whole pre-pro, mm-hmm. tracking, mix master, all of that. So, but in that process, got introduced to the internal process of of critique for songs, mm-hmm. and uh, would sit with Brian and Joel and hear how they their thought process behind songs and mm-hmm. and writing songs for worship and for a congregation and for the church, mm-hmm. right? And and gaining God's heart for the church in your song lyrics and. And melodies and and structure and all of that mm-hmm. and, um the prophetic, and how that can influence songwriting and how you can use what god's the ears that God's given you mm-hmm. to tap into his heart and mm-hmm. and write and so um i've out of all the things that I did administratively, the thing that I had the most passion for was that songwriting process. That process. And and God mm-hmm. kind of reignited that inside of me. So I started to write some here and there and mm-hmm. and share it with a few trusted people. And um so that was kind of the journey of the song like the songwriting journey for me. And mm-hmm. and um yeah, so I haven't written hundreds of songs, mm-hmm. but I you know, I've kind of spent my ten thousand hours in a different way in songwriting with yeah. Being exposed to so many songs and mm-hmm. and hearing you know <clears throat> and at the same time creating off of moments within worship you mm-hmm. know and um so then that led to um uh, you know over the next five years just growing my relationships in Nashville with people mm-hmm. and and at Bethel and, and seeing people come from Nashville to Bethel and and just meeting so many amazing people mm-hmm. and uh. So about that 5 or 6 year mark, uh my wife and I started feeling like our family needed a change. Hmm. And uh so we, you know, we had always said even when we were dating, like if we could pick any city to live in, where would we just pick to live? Mm-hmm. And we always said either Charleston or Nashville. And mm-hmm. I started the I had three business meetings three months in a row Mm -hmm. in Nashville, which is very unusual. Mm -hmm. Normally, I was going once a year. And I was like, okay, Lord, what is this? And Mm -hmm. I feel like you might be saying something, you know, and 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 sure enough he mm-hmm. he spoke to me and Laura separately on the same day and said I have something for you in Nashville and I need you to trust me but that's where I'm leading you and yeah. so you know for a while we didn't tell anyone and we mm-hmm. just felt like okay lord if you're going to make this happen you're going to make this happen mm-hmm. started you know feeling things out I had even talked to Bethel about maybe maybe doing something in Nashville for them and you know, at the time it wasn't the right time, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so I'm just like putting feelers out there trying to obey the Lord and, and sure enough, um, a little over a year ago, yeah, a little over a year ago, July 26th, uh, 2018, uh, Joel pulled me into the office and said, we're ready. It's time. Hmm. Like the Lord has shown us it's time, you know? And so I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So, um, that night, after he told gave me the job for Nashville or offered me the job for Nashville, mm-hmm. um, the fires hit Reading. Wow. Yeah. So we evacuated that night at a four month old and a baby and a, a four month old baby and my you know two year old. Wow. <laughs> and we're evacuating because they can't breathe the smoke and right. um, our home was okay. We had friends who would lost everything and mm. it was so hard um but you know we flew home to arkansas to be with mm-hmm. family waiting out okay what what's next and after praying about it i i you know i called back and accepted the job and then realized my whole family's already on this side of the country so that was our last night as a family
1: what that's in Reading, in redding yeah oh my gosh and uh wow.
0: so I flew back, said goodbye to mm-hmm. everyone that I had been leading worship with for the last five years, and and come to find out, actually, multiple people, you know, God had called them to move to Nashville wow. or to different places. Mm-hmm. And um, the unique my the unique situation for me is that I'm still connected to Bethel, and mm-hmm. and I, I've really. I'm really thankful for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the new role, my role now is more focused on the creative side of publishing mm-hmm. and really honing in on that with with Bethel and and our songwriters and um, and just building opportunity to build bridges between Bethel and all of the other churches. and And I'm not the only one building relational bridges. Brian and Jen are incredible at that. Mm. They're so good at that, and uh, you know they're writing with. Hill song and elevation and mm-hmm. and I love their approach because it's not about that church you know has these songs and and we have to do as good it's like no let's collaborate and mm-hmm. and you know have the best songs win you know from a place of what God sang you right. know and mm-hmm. and going after that and mm-hmm. so uh yeah, I mean that's kind of an overview wow. of the journey. <laughs> it's incredible.
1: It's amazing how God, there's been so many twists and turns, but they've been so purposeful, each one. Definitely. And you've grown in depth and in um, that whole more theme. Yeah. He's definitely given you more and more. Wow. Yeah. And, and um, I'm excited to see what else is here because I have a feeling there is more here. Definitely. In Nashville. Definitely. Um, from that publishing perspective, mm-hmm. is there any pointers or encouragement that you would have for people that are are songwriters you know with your with your publishing lens on um do you have any thoughts for up-and-coming writers
0: do you mean like from a songwriting Mm -hmm. perspective or from like a how do i get my songs out there or
1: songwriting okay Yeah. yeah
0: oh man um
1: Like when you guys, when you're looking through songs and you're going through that creative process, what are the things that you're looking for or what things make a song accessible to a congregation, Mm -hmm. for instance? Yeah. Um, What are the wins that you're looking for?
0: Yeah. I I think sometimes as as newer songwriters, we get caught up in um, making things fit. Yeah. You know, like... um, as part of trying to finish a song, we'll 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 just we will settle. Yeah, sometimes that's really good. Um, with how many people are writing, mm-hmm. um, from a publishing perspective, if you're settling in your lyrics, your songs most likely not getting picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't mean that there aren't songs that use language you've heard before. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is this. There's this process of refining. You mm-hmm. know, and. Um you're always wanting to put your as publishers you're always putting yourself in the shoes of of your consumer, you mm-hmm. know in our case, the consumer is actually the giver because we're giving God our worship and mm-hmm. so it's like there's multiple facets to it right mm-hmm. you what 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 are you trying to say that hasn't been said before or so
1: that fresh revelation
0: fresh revelation That's is a huge part huge, of it
1: huge right like a yes. fresh word from the Lord that
0: is yes. New. Yes. Yeah. I mean, a special Bethel take mm-hmm. is um, one thing we look for is songs that prophesy something we don't have yet or mm. see yet. Uh, Bill Bill Johnson always says, when you're writing songs, write what you want to see happen ten years from now, mm. because um, when you worship the Lord, you you release His power to fulfill. Mm-hmm. what you're singing about right mm-hmm. if god's word doesn't return to him void and he created us as as worshipers to release his word into making the earth have the kingdom mm-hmm. in, in it the way that it is in heaven, mm-hmm. then the way that we do that is when we release our sound, when we release our song, when we when we release our words, we're releasing the power of God through them to fulfill itself. Mm-hmm. Because every word that comes out of the mouth of God carries it its own power to fulfill itself. Mm-hmm. So if we're partnering with him, in that process, then then we're prophesying something into existence that may not even be here yet. Mm-hmm. It's why we're singing about chains being broken and mm-hmm. lives being healed because we may not be fully seeing that all the time yeah. yet, right? Or
1: well, it makes me think a little bit of reckless love. How that was one of those songs that right. was like had such an impact, but also there was right. pushback at the same time. Definitely. But you realized in those moments that had to be fresh revelation because if it wasn't. There wouldn't be that many lives that would resonate with what that song had to say, you right
0: know? sometimes a yeah. song a song pushes a person's buttons because a conversation needs to be had hmm. sometimes whether or not it's the most correct way to say something right. it's it it invites people into a relationship with the lord in a new way because even if it rubs you the wrong way you go to god to talk about it right, right?
1: which is awesome which invites
0: right. people into deeper intimacy you know yeah. and so i think it you know of all the songs that did take off the mm-hmm. fact that you know it was reckless love for us on radio was was interesting you know mm-hmm. in a in a beautiful way and it, it, to me it just to me it, it showed um uh, an aspect of God that that it needed to be talked about,
1: and it hadn't been talked about really before, if we're honest, like in a musical sense, right, that was a new phrase, yeah, and that's part of that fresh revelation I think that you're talking about right, right.
0: Mm-hmm. and there's and you know, back to the publishing thing with mm-hmm. songwriting, we're always towing the line of. Um, we don't want to write just to be edgy, right? But we do want to write to inspire. Mm-hmm. And and when you're singing a song that has vanilla lyrics all the time, you notice when you're in a in a congregation mm-hmm. and you you're having to work extra hard to stay focused. And everybody has bad days, right? Right. But, right. But when 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 the song doesn't do anything for you, mm-hmm. or you know, it's not impacting, or yeah. You know, sometimes there's songs for seasons mm-hmm. um, and and it's time to say something new. And then other time, then there's the timeless songs that are written, you mm-hmm. know, that you revisit, you know, and right. God breathes on things at different times, too. So some of our songwriting is what's God breathing on right now? Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe we need to revisit his love, you know, mm-hmm. or or we need to revisit his power or. Mm-hmm. Um, but saying that in a fresh way and not, yeah. not just just not just. Um, settling for hallelujah all the time yeah. unless that's what needs to be said right and, um or not just settling for holy or or you know mm-hmm. unless that's what it needs you well know?
1: and i think there's something amazing about songs and that yeah. sometimes they name they give a name to feelings we've had a long time but we don't know how to express right and when you hear a song that does that it rattles you from the inside out right you know and it it can be life changing in in um a lot of ways but i know i can think back of songs that have done that in my life and then to think as songwriters part of our role is we're namers we name things yeah and so obviously there's way more feelings we have than have been named up yeah. until this point or even way more truths that haven't been named or the Lord has such revelation for us that He has not yet put into words, um, but continues to drip out, and um, I think that's that's a very exciting part of that
0: role, yeah. Definitely, know? Mm-hmm. yeah. I think, um, talking about naming things and declaring things, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Bill, I, I talk about Bill all the time because he has such, you know, yeah, I, I really. It, you know i'm inspired by Mm -hmm. his relationship with the lord and the revelation that he carries and one of the things he talks about is how um david brought something that was reserved for a future time into his moment like Mm -hmm. um the presence of god was not something that could be experienced by people that worshiped him besides the priests you Mm know uh and yet, you know, he's in there eating the showbread and worshiping before the ark <laughs> and like, and how that was supposed to kill people. Wow. But there was such a, a um, you know there was such a, a purity in his worship that it brought the presence of the lord which which in that way was reserved for the time after mm. you know jesus comes mm-hmm. and 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 brings his salvation and and i think there's things reserved for our church bodies when we're writing songs for mm. them that that you know sometimes worship can pull into the now things that are reserved for the future because there's a purity in it and mm. and and we're always wanting to pull on those those things because it 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 brings breakthrough it brings mm. deliverance and and God it God is a seed time and harvest God but he's also a a, a god of acceleration mm-hmm. right and so um I think part of it as songwriters is you need to t- – I think when you're writing for a church community, you should mm-hmm. write towards where your church is going mm. um, and asking the Lord what his what His uh, plan is for your church. And mm-hmm. I think you'll always be more successful with your songs in your churches when you're writing for them mm-hmm. and not just writing for uh, the church at large yeah, or for CCLI or for an for CCLI, album or – yeah. Uh, all those things are great, but they mm-hmm. the motivation should be: What do you want your people to sing to you, God? Mm-hmm. And 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 what do you want to hear from us? Mm-hmm. Like, how can we explore a room of your heart that's never been explored before as a church body? Mm-hmm. You know, and um and let that be our worship. It's so good, you know,
1: it's so good. Yeah. Well, what about the future for you? Can you tell me about your future dreams?
0: Oh my gosh, I well, heard you have some. You know, I dabble in dreaming here and there, <laughs> or your dreams for
1: worship, even, or where you see worship going. All of those. Oh
0: man! So I mean, being in the industry, you see a lot. You know, there mm-hmm. with with Nashville. You know, it, it's heavily commercialized, mm-hmm. and yet, you know, all the people, even even from the worship perspective, uh, realizing that God's not just through with commercial music mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of scary to say you know at from the indie worship label guy you know but mm-hmm. but he's you know he uses it mm-hmm. and and he wants to use it and uh i think i think more and more everything is going to be worship mm-hmm. uh I, and i'm not talking about a sound or a style i'm talking about um it being under the lord right mm-hmm. and and uh but i do think that the language of songs is changing, and I think more and more it's going to be unto God or to God, mm-hmm. and less just singing about an idea mm. of who God might be or or just singing about ourselves mm-hmm. and and there's nothing wrong with it, but I think the more that we tap into intimacy with the Lord, the more mm-hmm. it's going to affect how we communicate to him in our in our creativity, right, yeah, so I mean personally I you know writing songs is a huge dream of mine to continue doing that mm-hmm. and you know um and supporting other songwriters and worship leaders and um I you know I've always had the dream of going to t- different churches and just pouring into the worship teams and 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 just encouraging and and releasing you know words from the Lord over mm-hmm. them and 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 just partnering with what God wants to do, you know, um, to help and empower churches to sing their songs, Mm -hmm. you know, to write their songs and sing their songs. And not every church needs a label. Like, not every church needs to put out an album, but they still need to sing songs and write songs for their congregation. Mm God will breathe on what needs to get out beyond Beyond your family, sometimes you write a song for your family, right? And and that's what it's meant for, right? Um, and then God will breathe on certain things, and and you won't be able to stop it. I think mm-hmm. Waymaker is a, yeah. that, or, uh, mm-hmm. is a great example of that, or Surrounded is a great example of that. Those weren't written with the idea of I need the 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 global church body to sing these songs. Yeah, it 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 was simply it it's what god wanted to breathe on in that yeah. moment. so um not that there is anything wrong with if you feel led mm-hmm. to release something to do it, you know. Um, I, don't,
1: I don't think that I've ever tried for that target and hit it. Yeah. The global target. Yeah. Never. I yeah. Don't think once.
0: It's 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 a, it's a it's an interesting balance, you know, you want to write lyrics that that you're putting on the lips of people, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if the motivation is, I need a CCLI chart topper, yeah,
1: we need an upbeat, <laughs> fill in all the blanks, you right? Know, this is what it has to be,
0: right? And and again, there's nothing wrong with challenging yourself mm-hmm. to grow your skill, right? And getting better at writing an upbeat song or yeah. writing this. But if if the purpose is, I need influence mm-hmm. versus, um, I want to honor the Lord with these lyrics, it changes. Or even if
1: it's like slightly, if your focus slightly gets off on actually like the, the little tiny details of the song. Yeah. And suddenly you don't even realize it. It's sometimes unintentional. Yeah. But you get to the end and you realize... Wow, I actually lost focus I wasn't right I wasn't necessarily writing this unto the Lord. I was mm. writing it unto the requirements right of what was asked right you know
0: right yeah, yeah, so I so, mean uh, I think th- you feel the authenticity mm-hmm. you know i mean that's that's when th- you know the Lord will breathe on all kinds of different things yeah. because i mean i've I've heard him healing people through songs that aren't even worship songs you mm-hmm. know they're they're just regular mainstream songs or christian songs that aren't for a worship congregation mm-hmm. he can do what he wants to yeah, with a he song, can. he does Pretty much can. all he. You know, I think all he wants is someone that has the heart of David, willing to just pour out everything before the Lord, mm-hmm. a, and that be the motivation. Yeah. You know, um, and it's again, it's not that you don't. It's kind of like when you lead worship, you you go home and you do practice, right? Mm-hmm. You practice, you practice, you practice, you refine, you refine. But when you bring it before the Lord, you know uh it, it it's almost like that is not what's on the forefront anymore mm-hmm. it's it's more okay that skill has helped me go further than i could mm-hmm. on my own you know and it's right. part of stewardship mm-hmm. but but that's not the it's goal a way to say it. yeah. mm-hmm. so. it's a good way to say
1: it yeah it's a good way to say it yeah. So we'll be watching in the future to see <laughs> where your next more lands you. Yeah. Um but what a beautiful story and how amazing to hear how God's worked in your life. Wow, thank you. And um and I'm excited about this church part of things, this worship side of things. Mm, yeah. And um that's something I want to hear more about. So.
0: Yeah, if if um, as we go, I feel like I would just like to speak over everyone mm-hmm. that, that's hearing this. Um, I feel like if you're hearing this, it's not an accident, hmm. right? That the Lord specifically wanted you to hear this, not because it's Robbie's story or that I'm from Bethel, but, mm-hmm. but I do believe that um, there, there are pieces in this that that are specific to each and every one of you, mm-hmm. and so I just want to bless that over you right now. That that there would be new ears to hear and new mm-hmm. eyes to see, new colors, new new avenues from the Lord, and that where maybe things have felt powerless before, that now all of a sudden there's power on it, mm-hmm. and and that that as you pursue songwriting with the Lord that that you begin to see uh, new ways of writing that that you just receive downloads from heaven dreams mm-hmm. of songs and visions of songs and hearing melodies out of nowhere mm-hmm. and and um, I just bless that and I pray that as you do that, that you encounter the Lord first and foremost and that you encounter his presence. And then from that overflow, Bill always says he's in you for you, he's on you for others. Mm. And so I pray that he that He would fill you up, but that he would also be an overflow for those around you and that your influence would grow as you pin the lyrics and the melodies that God puts on your heart.
1: Mm. So beautiful. Mm. Amen. Amen. And I second that prayer. Mm. So awesome. Thank you so much for... Just taking that extra moment to pour into these listeners. It that pleasure. Mean, it's pleasure. It's like water to a desert heart, you know, hmm. those words and a lot wow. of what you shared. So I know we're going to have um, some people that would love to connect with you and just follow you or, yeah. or see what you're up to um, from this point. So how... Can we direct them in the best way?
0: Yeah, so you can you can reach me. You can direct message me on Instagram. It's just at Robbie Busick. So that's R-O-B-B-Y-B-U-S-I-C-K, at Robbie Busick. And um, you can connect with me there. Um, I don't get a ton of direct messages, so I'll most likely see it, you know, and uh, then we can connect further from there if we need to. Um, but, yeah, feel free to reach out if you have questions or um, – you know wanna hear more about the journey or songwriting? Mm-hmm. you know I'm happy to help
1: great, well, and there may be some interested in that church portion of your heart too oh, at some yeah. point soon, Definitely. so God bless you so much Thank in you. the um next chapter of your journey with Laura and your beautiful girls that I adore. <laughs> They're so cute, <laughs> They're the best, yeah, they are so cute. Um, we're just so thankful for your time and, um, we'll be watching to see what he does.
0: Yes, me too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the brave podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. You can visit BraveWorship.com to learn more about how you can join one of the upcoming brave coffees in your local area. We'd love to connect with you on Instagram at brave worship and on Facebook at brave worship page. We'd also love for you to join us at our next songwriting event or missions trip. And you can stay up to date on all of those things and the latest happenings when you sign up for our newsletter at braveworship.com.
2: The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our worship songwriter mentorship. Now it's available only a few times each year. The worship songwriter mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove award-winning and Grammy-nominated, uh, drum roll here please, <laughs> our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course in a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation, You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus. You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.